and welcome to Side Character Quest, a D&D show that involves one player and one person, and it's me, and it's you. Hey, what's your name? Hi, my name is Sam. I'm a person. Yeah! And, uh, or am I? Maybe I'm a robot. Or maybe this is all deepfake. <laughs> no! You'll never know. <laughs> You'll never know. Yeah, I mean, AI is going weird directions right now. But anyway, uh, Sam, are, are you playing? Are you returning here as a new character? No, I am returning as a character that is the best character. And what is that character's name? Leslie. Leslie. Uh, yeah. So last time we saw Leslie, do you, do you want to tell the listeners where you were? You want me to give that recap? Well, I think the most important information to know is that Leslie has gone on a journey and has crossed the wall. Has crossed the wall, yes. Uh, That happened uh, a while back, uh, back in episode... Uh, Leslie's first arc started with episode 60. Leslie is booking out of here. And not to go into too much detail, but she um, met some folks and then decided to go off on a journey. And she met the most important character of all time, Feather. Who's a chicken and a familiar, but mostly a chicken. Is she is is Feather a uh, familiar? Feather's a chicken. Okay. Who's my friend? Feathers. I mean, like or... honestly, what is a familiar? Like I know D and D has a definition, right? But mm-hmm. they took it from someone. Yeah. So what is a familiar? Really deep down. We're not gonna get into that. We're it's not very gonna find philosophical. the answer. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, what is a friend? Like, what is a friend? Speaking of friends, uh, the last uh, in, Rude. in the last quest, of, I was trying to have a very deep conversation with you about the philosophical nature of a friend. <laughs> Leslie, Leslie met a new friend, uh, Tucker, who she's trying to help return to her home uh, beyond the wall, and also a not so friend uh, named Not, who she's just trying to get uh, away from people that he can hurt. Uh, and how about from that? Or point? getting back to. Husalda? Usalda? Usalda. Hosalda. Oh man. Oh, this was gonna be a brief little intro. But anyway, you wanna you wanna roll right in? Oh, are we not gonna tell them who this big bad is? No, we don't have to. It's too much, too much it's show not tell. You can leave people in suspense then? I see that's how SEQ rolls these days. <laughs> it's always rolled that way. Don't play. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give a quick little montage describing what has happened since. So you I can passed. check out. No, no, no. What? I thought you were doing <laughs> no. <a thing>. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give a quick little montage uh, showing what is what has happened since you passed through the wall. I'm telling both you and the listener. Oh. That way we don't have to actually act out a bunch of travel. Because I, but isn't that what people come for? The travel schemes? Uh, isn't I, that why everyone's here? If Dear you, listener, is that that's why you're here, If right? you come here for the travel... For the travel scenes. If you come here for the travel, I need to like, know... Like, that was the best part of Game of Thrones, though. Can we all agree that the travel scenes between the Hound and Arya? Chef's kiss. The travel scenes. After passing through the wall, 
the climate dramatically changed. Uh, the snowstorms that were surrounding the mountains were cut off and left you in a rolling landscape of rusty earth and winds that ranged from temperate to toasty. Uh, Tucker led the way, and your journey initially took you through a maze of splintering caverns made of crumbling red, orange, and white clay, and even the goats that were carrying your loads weren't able to climb up the sides of those caverns. I'd like you to roll me a quick survival check just to get an idea I thought of- thought this was a montage scene. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, it is, it is. We're, I'm just trying to get a baseline of like how well- This is the dice that I'm supposed to roll or is it That is dice? a 12-sided dice. They look very similar, I will admit. <laughs> um, Wait, which one do I want again? The 20-sided one, the one that has a 20 on it. It's that it got the <laughs> most sides, the little sides. I can give you one if you want. No, I, I have my own. I just have to find it. Is this, is this the right one? Yes, that is. Doing so, great here. So I am just trying to get an idea of your, just just how well you guys well, are I get cold holding easily. yourself. What it, it is, but it's hot out here. Oh, wait, I thought yeah. you said it was cold. No, no. <laughs> the place you were before was cold. This oh, place so is hot. Yet we we, confused. we cut. Oh, how do we go? Did we, you really did cold. check out. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know. Should I include that or should I? Oh, yes. Whatever. So. So am I rolling the dice or not? Yes. 12. And what do you add to that? Plus three. Plus three. So 15? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys are doing uh, pretty good. Yay. So eventually, after a few weeks of traveling this way, um, the clay canyons uh, opened up into a dense a forest of thorny, gnarled trees with gray bark and small leaves. Um, the thorns and twisting branches make it pretty difficult to go off trail. And the dense clouds above you leave little light in the, the landscape. I was kind of not expecting the other side of the wall to be like that in my head cannon. Yeah, what were you expecting? So in my head cannon, the other side of the wall was like this deserty place where it was just like desert and maybe mountains and like scraggly trees and like the like you know cowboy dust ball thing they're like you know thing yeah so when you first got to the other side it was like that then you go down into those canyons and then you open up into this this area and i, I should say um looking are there any cities at this point you have not met any other people you have i met animals uh you've seen a few animals off in the distance do they look normal or do they look like weird and like Weird. They they've looked normal. Um, small tended to be small. Uh, but like like a squirrel on the other side of the wall is it like the same as a squirrel on my side of the wall, or is it like a different squirrel? Roll me a nature check. I think I would know if a squirrel. Okay, was like you weird haven't or seen not. it. You haven't seen any squirrels. You've seen some like scraggly rodents and. But do birds they look like stuff. rodents I've seen before? Or do they look like weird things? They don't look like aliens. Okay, that's not answering my question. <laughs> do they look like normal animals that I would have seen, or do they look brand new? I've never seen this animal before. What the hell is this thing? Uh, they, they look like, like variations on things you've seen before. But they look different. Maybe a little different. Okay, Leslie would be totally paying attention to that. Okay. That's why I was trying to ask you. Okay. Because if she's seeing animals she's never seen before, I bet you Leslie's out there. She got her notebook. Mm -hmm. She's writing notes. She's is trying she an to artist? Has she been drawing pictures? In her mind. Okay. 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 
and she's writing notes and she's like, you know, what is this? And what, what species is it from? What family? And the like thing, you know, like the tree, mm-hmm. the thing with the thing and the animals. And you're like, this animals are together. Uh, like, fa- it's a call. Uh, uh, oh, a uh, uh, family tree? I don't know. Not a family. It's like a. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Phylogenic tree? Or something. something yeah. Like that. She's like doing that. And she's like fascinated by these creatures she's never seen before. Gotcha. Do some of them look really bizarre? Uh, so far, no. Nothing Nothing super crazy. But they're different. They're, def- they're different. They're different. Leslie's very observant. I am not observant, but she is. Walking through this dark, dense forest um, with a, a trail that is barely navigable. Navigable. Um, That's not a word. <laughs> walking through this on this tight trail. Is that better? I mean. Okay. Tucker is leading the group. And every once in a while, she touches a wooden bead that's strung uh, on a necklace strung around her neck. And every once in a while, she touches the uh, heavy sword that's strapped to her side. Behind her walks uh, the professor's goats that he has lent you to carry your supplies. Um, And behind them strolls Knot, who is wearing these arithmetic shackles uh, that was all that I was going to say were provided by the professor as well. But maybe you guys work together to make those basically things that uh, you are able to activate to make his wrists like suddenly like 100 pounds heavier if he was to try to do something. That way he can like walk around and stuff. You're but giving it's not me a like luck. torture, is it? No, 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 no. It, it's like if he was to try to kill you guys in your oh, sleep, okay. you could activate these things and suddenly he wouldn't be able to really move. Okay. Where are you in this group right now? I guess I'm in the rear, kind of like observing things, taking notes, um, paying attention to stuff and like strolling. Mm. Not kind of falls back. Um, to where you are, and he's like, have you seen anything out there? Well, I saw this bushy-tailed little rodent thing. I thought it was a squirrel, but, but I it might... was a dangerous I don't thing? think it no? was a squirrel, because the thing is, the animals here, I'm not seeing it go for any nuts, and the squirrels I know like nuts, but I, I have seen it eating some leaves, some weird reddish, greenish leaves. It's very strange, but I quite like it. It's got spots. I like spots. Uh, yes. Um, you're you're a uh, strange one. You know that, um... uh, Well, have you known anybody to have come back from the wall and actually bring proper literature that we could read and learn from? Oh, my gosh. My friends back at my library that I used to work at, they would love to know about this. I've uh, never heard of anyone going through the wall of uh, coming either way before. I know, um, me too. Roll me an insight check real quick. So not know some shit that he's hiding, but is Leslie going to pick up on it? Mm. See, my my personal Sam insight is like you should just 22. Leave, you should just leave that D20 out. <laughs> you keep putting it back in the bag. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> then you can't find it. I found it. Yeah. I have these like rocks and stones. In yeah, mind. I don't know why you have those <laughs> in the bag of dice. Because secretly I'm into crystals, Ty. You didn't know that about me, but I'm a. I don't know anything about crystals. <laughs> 13. Plus 3. Plus 3. Oh, 16. 16. 
Um, you can tell that although he is trying to give like uh, impression of like kind of making fun of you and kind of like being a little bit above it all, he is he has been pretty on edge and freaked out ever oh, since I you guys can came tell out. Here. That. Yeah, okay, that was obvious. Yes, you made me roll for that. Sorry, he. <laughs> Oh my god! Yes. Well, it, in that case, I will give you this little thing. He does not know anything about it out here. He does not know what Wait, to expect. Nobody does. Yes. That's the fun part. Well, you you commented on like him hiding something. He is not in this moment hiding anything oh. about outside of the wall. He is on edge and freaked out about being out here and has been for the past couple of weeks while you guys have been traveling. It's been weeks. Yes. Let's what not have, let's not go into detail about exactly how much time it's been. At least a wait, week. what have we been eating though? Uh, you have been eating um, stuff that you have scrapped. That's what the survival roll was for. You guys brought uh, brought what's the word I want? Um, provisions that the goats uh, have been carrying. Rations that the goats have been carrying. Um, Is you it also like the rations been, that people have on like the moon? Sure. Yeah. I don't like those. And you also have been um, uh, scavenging things as you went along. But we don't know what's out there. Like that could make us sick, because we don't we don't know the plants here. Because you said they're different. They are slightly different. Uh, but you guys rolled pretty well in your soil. That was the point of it. Yeah, you found stuff that is uh, good enough. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Got to work on this world building, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <asshole. laughs> All right. <laughs> well, as you uh, as you are ribbing me. Um, Tucker raises her hand uh, pretty abruptly. <clears throat> you look forward to the, the front of the group uh, as everybody sort of stops. And the forest around you has abruptly ended. Ended how? Stepping forward, there is just big open space where the, the path is leading. Like the path just opens up into a large clearing. Um, like a meadow? You think that at first. Looking across, you're like, oh, there's a meadow. And then I see the forest continuing on the other side. Path doesn't continue on the other side, just the forest does. Dense tree growth. But as you step out into the space, it's 100, 200 feet across to the forest. And then to the left and to the right, this clearing just continues off in like a straight line. Like Creepy. Yeah, like it is is a hard cut. Um, The forest is just ending very abruptly do you know um do you know those like paths that cut through uh that cut through forests where like power lines go yeah it's it's kind of like that that's where what it's i was like, picturing oh perfect very unnatural ending but it's is it flat or is it hilly it it looks like it is fairly flat and it's fairly manicured and, and whatever but oh, looking so the grass off, is like short the grass is short uh, like the dirt grass is, is short but looking off in the distance you can tell that over the distance, it, it kind of rolls a little bit. Like there's a little bit of hilly over the distance, but that's not immediately apparent in the, you know, right next to you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is interesting. <clears throat> I... Tucker reaches up and grabs one of those beads and like is sort of sorting through them on her necklace. I think that um we're supposed to go that way. Oh! Tucker, are you recognizing where we are right now? No. Oh. She points to the the necklace. Uh, it's a map. The the beads map. Yes. Every 
Is this what she sounded like? It feels I like- I don't know. Okay. Each bead marks a different landmark. Each bead? I thought there was just the one bead. Bunch of beads. Oh. So she was, she was fingering one bead as like the next one to do. She's been doing this for a while, but I guess maybe, maybe this might've been a conversation that happened earlier in the, in the trip, but whatever, not important. Well, you lead the way. <laughs> not as you guys are, are walking out, he holds back towards the forest for a little bit and then rushes to catch up with you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. As you know, he doesn't want to get too far away or his shackles will activate and he'll get knocked to the ground. As you are walking along, you notice up above you in the center of this this long pathway, uh, maybe a hundred feet up, there's a shimmering flow, like like kind of like heat waves, but it's it's just stuck in the the center of the top of this this path. Cool. And as you're you're walking along, you feel a bit of a like push against you and you you kind of like stumble a little bit like just just trip a little bit on one of your feet and then a moment later you feel another push another thrum like that almost like the feeling of waves like uh, waves from uh, an ocean like pushing against your legs then a third hits you again and this time it, it kind of shoves you almost as if like you have been Somebody has slammed against your back, patted against your back, pushed you forward a step. And looking around, you see that uh, Tucker and Knot and uh, the Goats and Feather are all kind of like stumbled at the same time. You're just giving me the most- I'm just waiting <laughs> yeah. for you to get to the thing where I get to do something. Oh, you can do something at any time, Sam. I know, but you, you sounded like you were still talking about something. No, no, no. It happens again, and then again stronger, and again stronger, and then, in front of you, color explodes. What kind of color? Uh, red and whites. Reds and whites and browns and pinks. And pinks. Yeah, pinks. Give me another color. Indigo. 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 All of these colors burst in Burgundy. front of you. Burgundy. Violet. Burgundy. Violet. Sapphire. And a thrum as sapphire explodes in front of you. Another thrum strikes you in the chest and tosses you into the air. That's rude. And you hit the ground. Ow. And your vision goes black. Roll me a constitution saving throw. Ow. Three. All right. Um, Wait, I got to add something to it, right? Okay, yes, you do. Plus two, five. Okay, so you were, uh, as you were unconscious in this moment, um, you take uh, 2d6 of damage, uh, seven damage. <laughs> You're giving me a lot. <laughs> Your eyes uh, open, and looking up above you, um, you see that there's. You're not feeling that that thrumming anymore. You're not feeling um, anything like that. It is calm around you, uh, but you are just laying down in the middle of this space. What do you do? I guess I get up and look around and see if my friends are okay. Okay, getting up and looking around, uh, you don't see anybody at first. But then looking down uh, the path, down this, I don't know what to call it. This, this, this clearing, clearing down this long clearing, um, 
you see a wooden fence that was not there before. Where is the wooden fence? It is um, blocking off down the clearing. The way we the way to turn. The way that you were going. So the, in the direction that you were going, not the way that you just came from. And you see, as you're, you're looking at this fence, um, and behind it, you see just a splash of color just sort of peeking over the edge of the fence. And you notice an uh, open gate, just a cracked open gate um, in the fence. And you hear a as um, Feather walks, you see Feather, and then she, uh, she immediately, she, he, I don't know, uh, he just shrugged, <laughs> um, immediately just walks through the gate. Feather! I run <laughs> Feather, obviously. As you uh, approach, you you pass by, there's a, a sign next to the gate, but you just run past that and uh, enter in. And um, as you are, you are entering, you see Feather again, uh, a little distance away, walking behind a desk and into a large tent that has just appeared. This beautiful, colorful tent that has appeared in this, I, I want to say causeway, this field, this clearing, and goes through that. Uh, I, I go tent. after Feather. As you are approaching this, this, uh, this tent, you hear a whirring coming from the desk. And all of a sudden, there's this, there's movement, there's the grinding of stone and light as this humanoid figure comes to life in front of, or behind the desk, in front of the tent, and raises their arms, uh, kind of blocking you from walking around the desk. Greetings, friend or friends. Thank you for applying to join our rapturous carnival, the Joy Revival. Only a select few make it this far. Please. He gestures at a book. Mark your nom de plume below. As as his voice stops and the, the whirring of his voice stops, um, a book in front of him on the desk flips open and, uh, yeah. I, I think there must be a misunderstanding. See, I just, my friend, my friend, he a ch- chicken, my friend's a chicken. They just went through the tent, and I, I just need to go grab them, because, you know, I don't really think the carnival's their scene. Please, mark your nom de plume below. He repeats with, like, the exact same intonation as the whirring starts up again and then cuts off. I think you're not alive. Please, mark your nom de plume below. <sighs> Telemarketers. <laughs> uh, could I speak to your manager? Ringmaster Chip will be available at the end. Please, mark your nom de plume below. Is this a binding contract? Not understood. (laughs) It like sort of jerks a little bit and then gestures again towards the book. Uh, Where is um, not in um, Tucker? What's your what's your passive perception, your passive investigation? I, I feel like if if you're above like a twelve, I'm just gonna try to give you some stuff. How do I find that? That's passive wisdom thirteen, passive investigation fifteen, passive oh. wisdom insight thirteen. Thirteen, fifteen, thirteen. Sweet. Um that's that's really good. You have not heard any anything from anybody. It feels like you are in the same space, right? Like you were thrown really far from where where you had been standing when this thing like appeared. But as far as you can tell, this thing has arrived 
you know, you aren't somewhere new. Right, but so like, everyone did... else, everyone else is presumably somewhere here as well. So they're they're inside. They're inside because they weren't behind you, so they must be ahead. Um, uh, and I'm sure pretty it's... confident they're inside already. You're pretty confident. Um, you also aren't exactly sure how much time has passed because you were unconscious, but presumably. What are my not... spells again? Uh, let's see. There should be in that same little tab. There should be a spells section. So Sam is looking at her spell list. I'm going to use invisibility and sneak past him. Do you have invisibility? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Ro- uh, yeah, roll me. Or, or what? What is what is invisibility say? Um, a creature you touch becomes invisible until the spell ends. Anything the target is wearing or carrying is invisible as long as it is on the target's person. The spell ends for a target that attacks or casts a spell. At higher levels, when you cast a spell using a spell slot of third level or higher, you can target one additional creature for an extra blah, blah, blah. So I just cast it on myself. Okay. Um, you turn invisible, and as soon as you do, the little robot thing, the automaton, it kind of slumps back over, then arms sort of grinding stone as it like locks into place and like it's gets kind of small and then drops down um, and you hear the sort of rolling of it it ro- moving along some tracks or something as it sort of rolls oh, before away. Before I did that I checked the book to see if my friends had signed it. Looking at the book you see a bunch of names right in there it's clearly this book is very old. Um, the name the paper is sort of like crumbly and, and old and some of the ink some of the the ink, some of the signatures look newer, but like it's kind of tar- hard to tell exactly how old. Very old. Um, you see names like Tybalt, Sarah, JV, but no Knot, no Tucker, uh, no Feather, nothing like well, that. Well, obviously Feather didn't write it because I saw Feather sneak in. Do what I know if like they used fake names? Uh, there are some names on the on the the thing that look like fake names um none of the most recent ones on in the book what's the most recent name the most recent name is a uh drawing of a dog and then the name before that is uh sarah uh and the name before that is tibble just some names that's not helpful no anyway i'm invisible and i sneak through okay you um you see uh this automaton um roll over on some like railroad track type things uh into the or through the little tent flaps and into the next room and you just kind of like follow after it you enter a large again like very big um this very big colorful tent the the ceiling is like a big tent but the space around there's like these wooden panels going all the way around do I see Feather? No, you do not see Feather. Rude. <laughs> uh, you do not see Feather in this room. The robot just sort of like rolls into the center of the room and sort of gets back into position and sort of locks into a pose that looks like it's about to start talking. And then you're free to do whatever. Can I tell if there's another door that Feather could have gone through? Um. So you said you had, a, you had a, like a pretty high investigation. Looking around this space uh, at the, these wooden paneling around the room, you're invisible. You've got plenty of time to do this. So you like go and, and you check each one of them. You find it looks like a few of the panels seem like they probably slide out mm-hmm. of the way 
or can slide out of the way. Um, but Feather doesn't have hands. How could Feather have gone through the doors? It's a good question. Good question. Um, it's also, there's no like door handles on any of those those panels. Uh, they're just... I'm gonna, I have a detect magic. Okay. I think that if you take like a, cast another spell while you're invisible, you become uninvisible. What about a cantrip? I think it's also the case with cantrips, but eh, I, I'll be flexible if it's like a non-damaging cantrip. Casting. Okay. Tell me what uh, detect magic does. It detects magic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Obviously. I will look that up real quick. For the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature object in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any. The spell can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, and one thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. Gotcha. Looking around this space, you see, obviously, there's, like, magic on um, the robot guy uh-huh. you're uh-huh. Uh-huh. you're expecting to see something that has to do with like maybe illusion since uh he's making like speech but uh that does not end up being the case it it appears that it has something to do with locomotion you can tell that there's like a, a crystal embedded in him that's like powering him giving like magical power um but the voice is unconnected the wall the wooden paneling on the wall it's not magical. Um, so he's the only magical thing in the room. Right now, yes. The oh oh. Also, you get a vibe for a very strange magic. You can tell, like in the dirt, that uh, just like because the dirt, the dirt in here in this tent is the same as the dirt that was outside. Right. This has just sort of been plopped on top. And what's weird is this dirt. Uh, the the magic that is like going through this space is teleportation magic, which is very odd because well this wasn't here before this wasn't so here it before clearly teleported in here from somewhere else. So I'm not gonna have you roll for this because I've had you roll for a lot of stuff and this is something that I think Leslie would just know uh, because she's a wizard. Um, teleportation magic and and communication magic does not work beyond a range of like at most like 600 feet like it doesn't do long range stuff and but this is long range this is i mean this didn't appear to have been here before like and this didn't appear to have been anywhere nearby so leslie's very intrigued now yeah this is really this is really weird stuff but we're not we're on the other side of the wall that is a very fair thing for Leslie to, to conclusion for Leslie to come to. So yeah, so Leslie has been thinking this for a while. Uh-huh. That we're on the other side of the wall and obviously she's been paying attention to the animals and the vegetation mm-hmm. and she's been slightly testing her own magic as Ooh. we've been going. Okay, cool. Um, She hasn't noticed up until now anything really different with her own magic mm-hmm. but this is the first hint that she's had that magic might be different here too. So Ooh. she gets very excited. She's still invisible and she She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, but I need to know. So she goes to the wooden guy and tries to get the crystal out. Oh, okay. Roll. I, I think that I'm going to ask you to roll me an arcana check as you okay. go to like pull that out. I, I will also just, I'm going to give you something regardless of what you do, what you roll here. Seven. 
Uh, you I probably add seven. something good there. Um, well, we'll find out. <laughs> Plus five. So that's 12, which isn't great, but it's not terrible. This is, this is what i will over halfway. Yeah, it's over halfway. Um, so here's what I'm going to give you. Give uh, me all the things. Imagine the things. that I did a, a 20. One thing that I'm going Imagine to Imagine that you, I did a 30 out of 20. As you were looking at this and messing with this this crystal and looking at sort of the, the symbols. But I'm doing it politely. Yes. Like, like, I'm messing with it in such a way that I can put it back. Okay, well, that's what I was going to say. You can tell a couple things. One, this thing, uh, based on the way that the magic is flowing um, through from the crystal through this thing, you can tell this thing is not alive. This is not sentient. This is truly an automaton. Mm -hmm. um, you can tell the voice uh, appears to be coming from this thing that is attached to it. That is not like mm -hmm. it's not an illusion. It's not magic. Whatever. And you can all you were just waving your hand at me like get to the point, get to the juicy <laughs> stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> You can also tell that you can take this out. If you do, you do not think you'll be able to put it back in. Okay, so I don't take it out. Okay, so you're you're gonna leave it alone. Okay, uh, but do I learn anything else about it? What is, I think what a, does it smell like? Uh, oh, it smells uh, earthy. So it's it's not actually a wooden man. It's like a stone man. It feel it's it's earthy. It's got an earthy scent. But does it smell like earthy that I'm used to, or like different earthy? Earthy that you're used to. Nothing unusual Does about it. Does it smell like mushrooms? No. What happens if I lick it? Do you lick it? No. <laughs> I'm just asking you. Are you going to lick it? Is it poisonous? You don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Is it dusty? Yes. Is it man-made? Uh, it appears to be. Yes. I mean, it appears to be, yes, like humanoid made. The crystal. Oh, the crystal? Uh, what, licking the thing? The man? No. Ew. <laughs> I've been talking about the crystal this whole time. Yeah, I mean, all of, all of those answers still Get your apply. head out of the gutter, um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, the all of these... Uh, what was the question? Oh, is it... The crystal. Is what, it man-made? Is it man-made? It appears to be man-refined. Like, it is, it is unnatural. Can you tell how old it is? Uh, no. You got a 12... <laughs> <laughs> it, it appears well this over halfway you can tell that it like this whole place that you are in is very old let's uh, make this like an action potential i got over 10 so that yeah. just means automatically you know the action potential happens yeah. the place that you're so in i get everything the place you're in is clearly older than 50 years old this, this whole place. It appears to have not been touched for decades. So it's really dusty. Yes, it's very dusty. Do I get really nothing else? Yeah, nothing else. I mean, you can do other things. <laughs> if you want to lick it, then maybe I'll give you something else. If I lick it, will you if give you, me something else? If you lick it, I will give you a chance to roll again. All right, I lick it. <laughs> As you do that, not comes in is like, what are you doing? Really? No, no. 12. And then you add what? Five, uh, five, five. to that? So <laughs> you get 17. Ah! Okay. Um, so you, as you, you lick this crystal and you get like intimately close to the glow of it, you recognize the glow reminds you of something that you've seen very recently. It reminds you of the sending stone. Sending stone. Ha -ha, yes. Ha -ha, that was in uh, Mount Rena. It also, as you do that. What does it taste like? Uh. <laughs> 
I don't think you prepared for this one, huh, Ty? <laughs> it's not in my notes! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mushroomy. Or Brussels sprouts! It tastes like Brussels sprouts. No, it has like a little bit of a, um, an almost, uh, a tiny bit of a salty taste. I guess, sure. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Uh, it has a bit of a salty, dusty taste. Cool, um, I love like, it. Like salt if salt wasn't food. Uh, <laughs> and as you, you lick this thing and it reminds you of the sending stone, something clicks in your brain and you remember reading about, um, these old, old statues that had been found with similar sort of old statues found where in, in the wall, you remember in the wall, inside of the wall, in your, in old archeology span books that you were perusing. You remember like a book at the library you used to work at that mentioned something about um, these statues that appeared to be able to move at some point that appeared to have previously been powered by something, but that nobody knew how to activate anymore. So do I think that the stone is what helped teleport it? Or do I think there's some other magic source for the teleportation? Unclear. But it appears that the it appears the magic uh, the teleportation magic is tied to the location you are on, not necessarily to the objects the objects around you right now. Maybe there's an object here that that is involved with that, but not in this space. With your detect anyway, magic, you can tell. At that this point, related. I'm worried about Feather, so I'm like, while I'm intrigued, she's like, nope, nope, gotta find Feather. So you said the doors moved. Uh, they are wooden panels that appear like they're able to move you cannot just like push them. Does it look the same all the way around? Uh, pretty much. Is there any like clear distinct, like are there any marks on the doors? There's sort of, as you're looking at it, you can tell that there's sort of like scratch marks. Uh, like claw marks? No, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's gonna have a very worried face. Uh, no, more like scuff marks from like the thing sliding. Do I find peck marks? No. There are scuff marks in front of one of them that that appears to be telling you that the dirt in front of one of those doors uh, was opened recently. Okay, I go through that one. How? I slide it open. It doesn't slide open. You said that they slide open. They can't. You just said that they slide they open. They can slide open. No, but open. you just said they, that. They can, but they- So I slide it. Okay, give me- Because you said that they can, so I do. I slide the door. <laughs> okay, you, you go can't to- like say you go... that the doors slide and then not have them slide, Ty. Okay, it is That's like- That's not how this works. Okay, you know how like a door, a normal door in a house can swing open? Yeah. But if it's locked, it doesn't? You didn't say they were locked. Okay, they're they're it's it is locked in place in some way. You could potentially try to get through it. Do I see a keyhole? Nope. Is it like a secret knock? Like boom 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 boom. Uh, you <laughs> you do that and uh you hear a peck sound <gasps> on the other side. Feather, feather, sweetie, can you open the door for me, please? Feather, can you open it? Feather, please. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing seems to be happening. You you hear some shuffling on the other side as, as Feather seems to be moving around what, and like fe- knocking stuff down. Feather, Feather, just stay put. <laughs> feather, don't touch anything. This does not belong to us. You hear a loud crash. 
<laughs> Feather, we cannot afford to pay for anything that you break. Calm down. I'm going to be right there. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, there's no more sound on the other side. Um, I don't really have a spell that can open doors. There's lots of different ways to open doors. You I have can, shock grass. What does that do? Oh, electrocutes things. You you could try to break open the door. You could try to... Um, Maybe it has like a mechanical thing, and if I electrocute it, it'll open. Uh, You could try. All right, Feather Deer, please step back from the door. I'm about to do magic. Okay, magic is being done. I'm going to do the, I'm gonna do the shock grass. All right. Uh, you do that. And that's a cantrip. That is a cantrip, so it doesn't use up anything. You can try as many cantrips as you want. You make the thing glow with light spell if you wanted. Yeah. Uh, I shock the door. As you shock the door, uh, the it door sort of open. shakes. Um, it springs and, open. It springs open. Uh, nothing happens. <laughs> it's a wooden door. I want to break it. <laughs> mending? Oh, interesting. I'm going to use mending. Okay. Uh, the scuffs on the door uh, no. feel over. No, stop. <laughs> what did she think was going to happen? I assume by this point your invisibility has faded. But you are behind this automaton, yeah. so I cannot see you. Can I make my mage hand appear on the other side of the door and open it for me? <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. But and I think officially, <laughs> no, 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 Okay, Feather. Okay, I'm gonna make my mage hand appear on the other side of the door. Okay, I need you to give me two box for the left and one box for the right. Cool. Uh, so you do the mage hand and have your uh, hand, spectral hand sort of like appear behind the door. All right. All right, so I use Feather to balk, balk it into place. My mage, my hand is just listening to feathers. Yeah, box. moving around back and forth. And then open the door. And then you hear a click, and the door slides open. As it does, you see feather in front of you. I grab feather and hug. And you see just like a pile of like <laughs> stuff that has been knocked down and destroyed uh, during that sequence leading up to this. <laughs> and across from you, this was a. Uh, painful to watch. And I think that's where we're going to end things for today. What is Feather Broken? Uh, I think like a it's like a glass like a glass case of some sort um, with uh, huh? Uh, I'm yeah. just saying oh, oh, so much broken stuff. But it's like a pottery barn style thing or like a stupid jar. Like a like a pottery barn style thing. I don't know uh, what you're thinking of, but whatever you're thinking of, that, but more expensive. <laughs> you break it, you buy it. Thank you, Sam, for coming back on today. You're welcome. Is it, has it been fun to revisit Leslie? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have anything you want to say to people before we uh, call it a day? 
don't know. I'm not doing anything. I got nothing to plug. Well, thank you, listeners, uh, for coming in to Side Character Quest. If you like the show, tell some friends about it. Or maybe leave a review somewhere. Or do whatever. We need promotion. Promote us. Promote us. If you if you have a podcast and you want to, like, play Side Character Quest, uh, our little, like, teaser trailer on your podcast, yeah, let us know. That man, I'm really narrow casting Tell right your now. grandma. Tell your grandpa. Tell your grandma. Tell your grandpa. Tell your friend from middle school. Tell, yes. Reach out to them uh, on reach Facebook. Reach out to that friend in middle school that you haven't talked to in forever, but is still somehow friends with you on Facebook. And you've been wanting an excuse. And here's your excuse. Tell them that you're, uh, that a podcast you listen to told you to, to do some viral marketing for them. And that's why you're reaching out to this friend that you haven't seen in so and long. And then have them do it and turn it into an MLM. A multi-level marketing scheme, not the other meaning of that that acronym. I, I don't actually remember what what that uh, what the other meaning is, but I know there is another meaning to that. Can I get your head out of the gutter? I don't. I I'm not sure if it is a head out of the gutter thing. I genuinely don't remember what it means. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sure. All right, guys. Until next time, let's go ahead and uh, pitter patter on out of here. Bye. Bye. Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Bye. Uh, There'll be like a little music playing and then bloopers. You're blowing on it like that. I can uh, I can hear that even if I'm not playing anything. What do you mean? Like I I can hear it through the mic even if I'm not actively recording. Um, I mean it's fine. <laughs> you can do it like that. Uh, um, sound effects. Sound effects. Sound effects. Sound effects. So um, basic idea with Leslie. Uh, she had a um, southern accent. She. Uh, what? I thought it was supposed to be British. It was supposed to be British, and you changed your mind uh, oh. like moments before it happened. Fair. Um, I think it probably changed my mind while I was doing it. Yes, uh, I'm pretty sure that is what happened. This week on the Great British, the great British, British Baking Show, <laughs> important character of all time. Right. As our cat runs into the room. Yes. Like he's seen a ghost. This is the uh, first time that we've. And he's he's gone. He's run out. (laughs) He ran in. He ran out. This is the first time that we've ever recorded an episode in person on Side Character Quest. It's a little weird for me. I don't know how it is for you, Sam. (laughs) Just just shaking those things. (laughs) Sorry. Um. I'm a, I'm a fiddler. I fiddle with things. Uh, I have minor arithmancy. Arithmancy? Arithmancy. So minor arithmancy is a homebrew cantrip uh, that we made for this game uh, following uh, Ellen's uh, involvement in 
Quail's Quest. Um, and it's kind of like prestigitation and uh, or in Druidcraft and things like that, where it has a bunch of little effects. Mm. Versatile, but no one particular effect is all that powerful. Sound effects. Sound effects. You can use this again if you want. You can use that sound effect whenever you want. Thank you. You have approached this differently than I expected, and so I'm trying to like think of the best way to like recover. What do you mean I've approached this differently? What did you think I was going to do? I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, I got feather though. Where's um Tucker and not?